there's always a couple of things happening. Uh, there's there's a constant shift with with a million factors involved that affect our money and the economy. True. And there's this tug of war with all of these global interests and locally. And then on top of that, you've got a million voices that have an agenda and they're pushing oh gosh, it. And, it, and it, so, so you're like, no, like this is crazy. And I don't have any good gauges to get it because you know, what, what have I got? So, uh, I don't know. I go at first-hand experience. There's a guy I've known for over 25 years. 25 years. He, that is a quarter of a century. He meets my requirement of having not one, but at least two PhDs. Two PhDs. Otherwise, if you don't have at least two PhDs, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> and, but but above all that, he, he looks at the economy through the wisdom of, of God's word, and that's his moral compass that's predetermined long before the two PhDs. And uh, that's why I trust, above anybody else, He's the one and man. only, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Hey, so Stacy, twenty five years. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know how to take that. Either it means we have got a lot of life together in twenty five years, or you just said that we're getting old. That's a little bit of both. But in, in all honesty, we're aging and maturing because you look at the yes. craziness of today's world. You know, if even just right, if 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 this would have come along and the, the craziness of the world shifting from a dollar based economy, something everybody knows and trusts and use forever, to mm-hmm. central bank digital currencies mm-hmm. and all these different things and the bricks na- like if all this was happening when you were like eighty five and you didn't have you know the gas in the tank to press the pedal and something happened, if this would have come along when you were you know right right out of school and you didn't have the the experience, experience like like mm-hmm. even even that number. Of, of your age and length of time in this space. Like you've thought about the economy, inflation, central banks, you've written papers mm-hmm. on it. You're, you're an author, you've written books on it. Like you have all of that behind you prepared for this moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if David's first thing was Goliath, not a, not a lion and a bear, like all of these things, I, I can't help, but, but feel like, like with you, uh, with Clay Clark, with, uh, you know, even, you know, like Zev Zelenko, you know, is, is now passed, but like all the, all of his life experience in this moment came and they were like ready, mm-hmm. you know, for it to, with the solution. And it's like, it, it, as dark as things are and all these plans, like God always puts somebody there. He's like, yeah, but watch this. I've got somebody. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just think you're uniquely prepared for this. I, I know again, your, your, your dad was a mentor of this. I know your mom and dad and everything that went into your, your, from a, from faith, everything that went into the, to you is really prepared you for this moment to break this down in an honest, ethical way that people can trust. Well, so true. I mean, when I was, when I was younger, somebody with gray hair told me that gray hair is a sign of wisdom, (laughs) right? So (laughs) yes, I agree now. And it's exactly what you said, right? It's life. It's that experience. And it's having been there, done that, um, making mistakes. You know, one of my mentors, um, I ask him, it's like, so what's the biggest mistake that you made? Right. I, sometimes we learn better from successful people's mistakes than we learn sure. from successful people's successes. Right. Yep. It's like, cause we don't want to go down that same road. And, you know, you, so as you go through life, you have those trials and the tribulations. And I was listening to a sermon by, by Graham Cook this weekend. And I love him. Oh, so, so talk about wisdom. Yep. Granted, He's, he's bald. Plus, with his accent, everything sounds great. about 10% better just oh, because yeah. of his, he's got a great accent. his voice and accent. And anybody with a British accent is, is automatically cool. smarter in my book just because yep. it's cool. Right. But, but he said, you know, in any battle and any trial that you go through, look at it 
as you've already started from a point of victory because God is mm-hmm. in charge. And, and when you look at the end result as going to be a victory, well, then it makes the, the trial seem insignificant. It's like, all right, yeah. yeah, we're going through a trial right now, but there's going to be victory at the end, which automatically, if you know that you're going to lose at the end, it's like, oh, devastation. Why even, why even wake up tomorrow, right? But if you know there's going to be a victory at, as the end game, and every trial is insignificant in comparison because you know you're going to win. Well, that's how we have to look at this monetary stuff that we're looking at, the economy, yeah. our finances, our retirements. Like we, we, if we go it from the posture, God is speaking to us. He's going to give us wisdom, discernment, creativity, knowledge to get through this. Then you know what? We don't have to have a frown on our face yeah. because we know good. if we listen to those promptings of the Holy Spirit, well, then we're going to have a point of victory at the end. Mm-hmm. We, what James tells us, you know, the, in the book of James, that consider it pure joy when you when you experience trials yep. and tribulations. Mm-hmm. And it's like pure joy. It's like man. Well, why would he say that? Is because it goes on to say we are not complete without the trials in our lives, right? It's like okay. It's during those times when your roots grow deep and you really mm-hmm. start to understand where you came from and why you're here and all of that and how. The big thing is that faith that you have in, in Christ makes everything, why would, you, why would you fret? Why would you fear if you know that Jesus is in charge and we're going to have victory? So all of that to say, don't get distressed about the economy because you're watching this program for a reason right? Mm-hmm. It's to hear about financial stuff and how we can have victory in all of it. Because you read too many of the headlines, you're going to want to put your head in the sand and never come yeah. out, right? Yep. Like the, this one that I, I saw this morning before we recorded this, um, how somebody's got something wrong, right? Somebody has it wrong and <laughs> the guy is right. So, so the person who said this on, on CNBC, hedge fund manager, and he said, you can't, somebody's wrong. Is it the Fed or is it the economy, right? Well, I would say it's not the economy because it's bigger. So what we're seeing right now is a, uh, I would say it's a massive confirmation that we're heading into a massive recession, right? Because you're seeing oil come down and mm-hmm. you're seeing gold go up. So when you see oil come down, it's because there's no demand for it. That's a sign of a recession. You're seeing gold going up. It's because, mm-hmm. oh, there's a flight for quality. People are looking for something that's going to be safe. It's going to be accountable. It's going to have transparency. So that gold goes up during times of recession. Oil goes down because lack of usage during a time of recession. So what's that tell us? There's a recession coming, mm-hmm. right? And it's actually here. We've actually had one for quite some time. And and the people on the financial news say that it's coming. It's like, no, it's not coming. We're in it. Um, we're actually in a depression because when you look at what a recession actually is, it's just two quarters consecutively of declining output. <laughs> Good grief. We've had declining output since like March of 2020 during the height of COVID. Yep. And we yeah. haven't recovered from that, right? So, so yeah, we're in a recession. We're actually in a deep one. But here's where I think things are about to change and get squirrely, right? Because, uh, let's see, it was over the weekend um, that OPEC 
decided they're going to cut production of oil again um, because prices are coming down and the, the, the oil producing nations don't want to actually have their uh, profitability tampered mm. with, right? Mm. So, so what are they doing? They're cutting production. Low supply, high demand causes prices to go up. So they're cutting production. OPEC cutting oil production is no small thing because the OPEC oil producing nations are 40% of all global output of oil. So okay. if they cut production, prices are going to go up. It's like, oh my word, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Right? So, so these two numbers, declining oil and rising gold, say a recession is coming or here, okay. right? But now if they cut production and oil prices go up, did that change anything about the recession, which is business, right? That's people spending money. That's, that's employers hiring more people. Well, no, it doesn't have anything to do with any of that. So what is about to happen is recession plus higher oil prices, which are coming. They didn't fix the recession by, by basically uh, cutting production. They're just increasing the price of oil because they want to make more money. So now we've got the late 70s, early 80s stagflation, higher prices, huge recession. That's what that's what the late 70s was all about from about 1977 until 83 was stagflation. Mm. That's what I'm referring to is higher prices plus declining business output, people, fewer people working, wages coming down, but prices going up. I mean, it's a recipe for disaster. This is what every single politician in the world prays against happening. They do not want stagflation because it's always an ugly outcome. How Man, did in 2024 it? coming up with it being an election year, ooh, not looking so good. No, it's brutal. I mean, and you look at how Reagan got out of it in 1983. He jacked up interest rates to 18% to slow down that inflation that was caused by printing money like there was no tomorrow. Imagine a world, David and Stacy, where where we now have inflation at over fourteen percent unofficially. I mean, they're, they're not they're not described. They say inflation's like at three point eight. Hogwash. I mean, that's a bunch of baloney. It's it's way more than that. It's fourteen plus percent when you measure nineteen eighty type measurement mechanisms to today. We're at over fourteen percent. So. Interest rates have to go higher than that to slow down the stupid inflation. Well, this is what they're afraid of. So it's so different than we had in the early 80s because now we have debt up to our eyeballs. Mm -hmm. So the implications of raising interest rates up to the upper teens is going to be devastating this time. Absolutely devastating because we have so much debt. And this is where... I believe that when you look at the Bible for answers, like all of us should, it says a borrower is a slave to the lender. Don't be too much in debt. Mm. You've got the vision of, that was interpreted in, in the Old Testament of the seven fat cows followed by the seven lean cows. We had times of economic prosperity in this country where people should have saved up. They didn't. They amassed debt. Well, now to get out of that, that inflationary pressure, you're going to have to raise rates. People that have debt are going to feel the pinch. We're going into seven years of not necessarily famine, like they would call it in, in the Old Testament, but seven really lean economic years. And when you have debt, you're going to feel the pinch because the mechanism to get out of that, slowing that inflation down is to raise interest rates. And here's the thing. 
if people lived biblically centered lives, didn't carry any debt, I don't care if interest rates go to 30%. Doesn't really affect you if you have no debt, right? Mm. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not the case in America. We're in debt up to our eyeballs. The rest of the world knows it. And this is why they're they're de-dollarizing the world, causing us to print like there's no tomorrow, which is going to cause interest rates to go up. These are the the dots that we can mm-hmm. connect right now. Not pretty dots. And you said it great. 2024, an election year. Um, when you have chaos and turbulence and turmoil and uncertainty during an election year, like look out below. Yeah. The mm-hmm. politicians are going to promise everything under the sun to get your vote because people are going to be hungry and they're going to be scared and they're going to be nervous and they'll give away their freedom. So like we've talked about a bajillion times on this show, this is what 2024 I yeah. believe is look like. And, and I, I, I just really want uh, flyer family. If you're listening to this, just get the information, find out what you need to do. Go to flybergold.com. You just fill out a, a form on there mm-hmm. and then you can get in the queue to speak to Dr. Kirk or someone on his mm-hmm. team. And they'll, they'll kind of find out what's best for you. What are you trying to do? What's possible? There may be options for you that you don't even know are available and they can answer those things. Um, there's, there's a couple of pieces of information. There's also a PDF. There's a video, some stuff that you can watch when you go to flybergold.com. It's just mm-hmm. a landing page to get you into his world or you can call 720-605-3900. The number's on the bottom of the screen. It's in the links below. But take that action now. Be aware. Even yes. if you think, I'm going to do something first of the year, reach out now. There's two things I read this weekend, Dr. Kirk, that kind of jumped out at me. One was uh, an, an article that was talking about, um, it's based on a TikTok that went out like a year ago. Uh, some guy in, in, in Idaho basically ordered a, like a double quarter pounder with cheese, a fries and a drink and something. It was like $16. And so it, it, it kind of got a few hundred thousand views then, I guess, but this article is talking about, it came back to life. Now there's this gap and Epic times did an article on the same topic of there, there's, there's this like talking about the economy is good. You know, people looking like, you know, uh, hedge fund people and the mutual mm-hmm. funds. Now's this going, they look at the stock market and all of these indicators, but most of those indicators don't really impact the real people because people then go to the store and they're like, they say the economy is doing better, but my husband is working, but he's at a job that pays half of what he made before COVID. Mm. And so like our life's not the same. So his numbers aren't in that unemployment thing. And uh, we got paid on Friday and it's now Tuesday. And after we paid our mortgage, the gas and got a little bit of groceries, we have like $180 to make it to the next payday. Mm. And so they're like, my life is, it's hard to make ends meet for real people. So there's this gap between this like high level economics and what people are experiencing. And I think that's this discrepancy. These guys keep yelling louder. Things are fine. And these guys are just crying louder saying we're not making it. And I don't, I don't think these people have any idea what these people are actually going through. When I say these people, I mean like real people that actually drive themselves to the grocery store and come home. Mm-hmm. They're not the, the the DC class that live inside the Beltway. These are real humans that live in Denver and Kansas City and Des Moines, Iowa and Sioux Falls, South Dakota and wherever else. It's like that, that gap between the two is not even, it's impossible to reconcile it. It is, it is impossible to reconcile it, but Sadly, that group that you're just talking about, um, hardly being able to make ends meet, that's now most of America. Yeah. It's I mean, so the vast sad. majority of America is is living in that space. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good space to live in. It creates strife. It creates relationship problems, sleep problems, 
all of that, mm-hmm. right? Which is what we try to help people do is get out of that place of fear and paralysis into something that's amazing and growing where you can thrive. And you were talking about in that article, you know, oil, gold, gold is actually going up and oil is going down. Um, and you talk a lot about silver being the investment for right now because it's undervalued. Is that correct? Versus even gold. Yeah. It's not that I dislike gold. I I love it. Um, but silver is outperforming, outperforming greatly. It's got supply chain disruptions, low inventory, high demand. So as gold goes up, silver is going to actually play catch up. Um, and that's why we actually allocate into silver right now. It's like if both of them are equally as safe, go into the one that's doing better. Happens to be silver. That mm. makes sense. Again, Flavor Family, go to flyovergold.com. Make sure you fill out your information or you can call 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff. And it was 75 years before, 50 years before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office. $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending. But we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to $75, if it goes to $100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. Flyover family, we are in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the home of Thrivetime Show Clay Clark, and I am here with the amazing Mr. James. We're going to be in Tulare, California this upcoming Friday and Saturday, December 15th and 16th. To get tickets, you text the word FLYOVER, F-L-Y-O-V-E-R, to 918-851-0102. If they do that, they're going to get a hold of you, is that correct? That's right. And I'm going to be giving out a backstage pass to one of the listeners to this video, too. Tell them you watched this video. Tell them you saw Colton shivering in the cold in Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> and uh, you want to come to this event, and they'll get you a backstage pass to meet Eric, Laura, Cash, Devin Nunez, Roger Stone, Peter Navarro, General Flynn will be there. 918-851-0102. Text the word FLYOVER. We'll see you guys in Tulare, California. Flyover family, join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. 
We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.